everyone, and welcome back to Out of Spite, where the show where LGBT issues aren't anything but out of mind. <laughs> I'm one of your broadcasters, Dan. My pronouns are he and him. Uh, I'm Jade. She, her. Oh, dear. Jade. Um, <laughs> pronouns are she and her. I'm Rain. He, him. And unfortunately, our other broadcaster, uh, Luna, is not here for today's show. That's okay. Um, They've glitched out of existence. Yeah. <laughs> it happens, you know, technology. Uh, <laughs> but for today's show, we will be talking about exclusion within the LGBT community. And would anyone like to like start off with like their general experience? Um, sure, why not? Um, okay. so, so let's, I'm gonna, so as a, as a trans woman, I have a, a lot of issues in, like, uh, dedicated lesbian spaces. Um, all of my previous experience has been very, um, if I, uh, and, like, even in a, in a purely digital environment, if I, uh, want to enter a discussion and I, uh, I sound like this, it's immediately a problem. Um, mm-hmm. and people already, like, um, everyone just kind of, like, I won't say shuns me, but doesn't really want to interact with me as a result. Hmm. I don't know. It's it, it's uncomfortable, right? Yeah. Because like that notion that because you're a trans woman, you have to do everything you can to kind of mimic a cis woman. Yeah, that's that's apparently apparently what they want, and I, I don't think that's really true for like everyone. But it just happens that whatever whatever like lesbian centered groups I've found. Uh, if it's felt a lot like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. I understand that, because I felt that in gay spaces, to be honest, um, as being a trans man and stuff, like, being accepted in certain, like, gay spaces is just, like, people, like, shun you out. Especially, like, I've noticed, like, if even with, like, feminine gay men or even, like, masculine gay men or whatever, they still shun you out because, like, like I've been called m- m- misgendered multiple times in gay spaces, um, especially primarily gay men's spaces, um, because they just don't think I'm actually, like, quote-unquote gay enough. And I've noticed, like, in the gay men community, everything, most things usually primarily, especially with, like, romantic relationships or, like, even trying to, like, you know, like, you know, guide your way through or whatever, it's always, like, something... It has to do a lot with what's ever between your legs, and I've noticed that from my own accounts. Right. And they've, like, acted so, oh surgery and i'm like huh what so um yeah and it's just like because of the fact of like i'm like you know not there or whatever and etc or like um i'm not a cis man or whatever and stuff like that it's like automatically shuns me out from being in gay men spaces as well so yeah right right which is like unfortunate that that sort of thing happens within our community like Mm -hmm. uh as for my own experience, I know um, um, I can't say uh, like in that sort of way I've been excluded. Uh, another type of exclusion I've been through is like just like LGBT, especially like trans spaces, not being very like accessible to me. Um, like, I mean, I'm sure <laughs> uh, some of you may know that um, uh, I live in New York, so. Um, kind of like a lot of the LGBT spaces are in Manhattan or in the city area and I don't live there I live in the Bronx I live 
I've always lived in Brooklyn, Ooh, Bronx, all that sort of <laughs> Yeah, I live. So, like, getting from the Bronx to Manhattan is such a hassle. And having to do that every day or, like, every other day to go to, like, a sort of, like, safe space is hard because it's draining. Like, the trip is draining. And then sometimes when I get there, there's activities that I don't necessarily want to do or my friends aren't there. The people who make me feel safe aren't there. It's just, like, it's a big, like, just... uh. (laughs) And I guess, not to mention a lot of them... LGBT spaces are kind of like 21 and over, like they're bars, there aren't any like any place for just teens. Now now that I'm older, it's not so much of an issue, but when I was younger, there weren't any like teen-oriented places or like kid-friendly places other than just like maybe the centers. I, mm-hmm. I, I told you that, that it was when I was like seven. It's a little difficult. But I also, right. Um, I also, I also uh, relate a lot to like, like, gay males just feeling kind of like ostracized. Mm-hmm. You know, in you know a lot of gay spaces, like you know, even when you're in lesbian spaces, like, like you said, like you know, they look at you a certain type of way, or like you know, them identified your biological you know the biological aspect of yourself whatever whatever you want to call it but then when you go into a space for like you know queer men it's like and they're like why the hell are you here and you're like well i had nowhere else to go like what like what do you want me to do (laughs) they're like leave (laughs) and they make it very apparent um i don't know I, i agree with that yeah. yeah, and then that goes into like the fact of like certain spaces do make you feel safer. Like for example, um, I've always I've never felt comfortable one in lesbian spaces, um, right? In uh, gay men spaces because they, as J- Jane said, they ostracize you. Um, and then but spaces that I have felt safe was like more inclusive spaces, which were like bi and pansexual spa- people were like who are primarily like on the, you know, inclusive spectrum of, like, you know, their sexual orientation, like, bisexual people, pansexual people, and, like, all, you know, all around queer spaces and stuff, I personally felt safer in, because I felt, like, even when dating as well, like, I've always, like, geared towards dating people who are primarily pansexual or bisexual, or in spaces be, like, where people are primarily bisexual or pansexual or ultimately queer, because I feel like they won't look at me in a certain type of connotation. Um, and I will, I would feel, like, more noticed and also more understood in those mm-hmm. certain spaces as well. Because, like, right. they would be able to understand me more. Versus, and I noticed in um, gay spaces and prim- gay men spaces and primarily lesbian spaces, um, there's a lot of, like, sort of ignorance. I'm not saying that ignorance is a bad thing, but they act... They have a tendency to ask questions that should not be asked, and they also have a tendency to just, like, pin you out in, like, a corner and stuff where it's just, like, oh, you're here, all right? But, like, in pansexual and bisexual spaces, I've always felt like, you know, they don't pin me out. Like, you know what I mean? They, they treat me as an actual person in the community, you know? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, 
to, to add on to that, I'll, I'll, I'm pretty much just agreeing with you. Um, all of my experiences in bias spaces have been the exact opposite uh, of what I found in lesbian space. It's just been a lot of, yeah, that's who you are. Welcome to the party. It's like, cool. Thank you. Really appreciate right. that. Right. Um, and I'm not, I, I guess it could just be because like, you know, a lot of, a lot of bi and pan people like feel the same kind of like exclusion from the greater community sometimes just because oh for sure yeah yeah um just because like for whatever reason um they're they're also like ostracized for like not picking a side or whatever and and i guess there's some solidarity in that Mm -hmm. um but i hate that it, it has to be like oh just because we are we are the worst treated in in like our alphabet soup that that's why we're okay together i don't know yeah it's kind of it's 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 very frustrating, yeah. <laughs> and like we can I'll I'll touch more on that later, um, but it's 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 something that like me and I know a lot of other people like just go through. Yeah, yeah, just yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Um, mm. So. Gotcha. How, do we, how do we feel about like well I mean I guess this kind of ties into like some phobia like that you know we brush over it a bit in the community but I feel like um, when you have these exclusive type of atmosphere this like phobic type of way you know just people in their being you know you're a trans lesbian or you're just a lesbian in a gay space, you know, sometimes mm. sort of like folk, there's some side of like, I don't know, not prejudice, but I don't know really how to describe it. It's like this kind of like weird undertone of like, oh, you, you don't really belong here, you know? Like this is like the boys club or like, you know, like, like yeah. some yeah. bro culture like that goes on that still goes on in straight, it's like even have this type of like bro culture you know atmosphere and it kind of like reflect it in our community and stuff like that like right we, we mirror what we've been oppressed by and just do it in a, a gay way pretty much mm-hmm. definitely mm-hmm. um yeah, and like to to like back your point of like femphobia, um, I feel like part of the issue uh, I don't mesh well with lesbian spaces is because like I'm I'm like not strictly femme, but that's how I prefer to present, and mm-hmm. like the 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 bunch of of butch lesbians that I meet are are very unhappy with that. It's either like they have an issue with me being trans or an issue with the fact that like oh why am I not like present like like trying to look more butch it's like well if i do that then you're gonna think i'm a guy and it's like well right what's this catch 22 <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's it's very it's very difficult compli- complicated I, I i'm not the i'm not sure what word i'm looking for honestly <laughs> um well just like every every good facebook relationship it's complicated the end Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh man, I know. Um, speaking of like women, like women, and just sort of like 
Um, yes, I'm trying to make a segue. <laughs> Don't worry so, about it. So, what uh, what are y'all experiences with women's groups that uh, include trans men, and how do you how do you feel about that? <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, I can totally 10 out of 10 touch on that um, because of the fact that uh, I used to do this documentary series in the summertime. I used, I used to work on film work, and there was this group that I was doing a film work on, you know, and they are a primarily feminist group. They're a women's group. Um, totally understandable. Cool. But, mm-hmm. you know, they also include non-binary people and i was let known that one time there was a boy that was included in the group this boy mm. pretty he was a cis boy i by the way if i want to make that appearance right um so i they caught interest in me and they were like oh you should really join our group and i was just like i was thinking about it i was like okay cool like i'll probably be able to express my art creativity like my screenwriting and etc so because they also do that so i was just like okay cool you know um but then one of my co-workers went to go to do another uh, shoot right so one of the questions that were included in the shoot because we had to do interviews with the director she said they asked her are men allowed in here she was like no not at all men are not allowed here and then my friend goes back to tell me and she's like, bro, you do know men are not allowed. Our, um, like, uh, sort of, like, person who was leading our um, filming, shooting, and stuff like that, he was like, yeah, um, I was told that men are not allowed in the group, but maybe you should just give it a try. And I was just like, my friend was like, no, because they don't perceive you as who you are. Like, why would they say guys are allowed in one part, but then say men are not allowed at all, and then try to push you inside of that certain space like they was really trying right. so hard right to get me in that space and i was like nah i'm good i don't want it but it was like come on like you know you can you can do the audition and etc and etc you know and they were a pretty heavy feminist group hmm. and uh i was just like no no thank you but it was like trying to push me to go there like so hard and i was like no because you kind of told you kind of told me one thing come to find out it's not that thing and what are you trying to like perceive it? And my friend was like, my friend was just basically like, so bro, they're not gonna respect you as how you identify. Just know that. I was like, yeah, I know that. And I'm not gonna do it. Right, right. It's like they don't see you how you see yourself. Mm-hmm, exactly. And then like try to push this narrative. And like, if I were to, I feel like I would be very much so excluded, one, and also questioned as to why my gender identity and like i just felt like it would be pushed like a sort of narrative that is just like pushed on me your purpose yeah exactly exactly like you have to prove yourself or some type of thing weird like hazing type of yeah yeah and i was not about to like deal with that (laughs) as you should right no that shouldn't be something no value in yourself and that's a good lesson i think a lot of people understand it's like even though, let's say, you're given the opportunity to find that it's, like, it's, there's nicks and crannies into, like, why they have you or if they don't really, like, see you, you should just mm-hmm. leave. Like, just leave with your, yourself and all of that because it's more worth than just devalued and unrecognized. 
Right, Jane. Like, I don't think (laughs) any of us could could have said it better ourselves. Exactly. Are there any other like experiences that people have had with that sort of thing? Yeah. Um, So I don't know. The most I could relate to that is I was a part of a ballroom house. Like, Mm -hmm. I I went there, but like. The, everything was about the ballroom house was about flipping and twirling and jumping and voguing and stuff like that. And they weren't like covering like other things like, you know, like specific categories. And if you know, like ballroom house, you know, it's like that, yeah. the whole ballroom scene. And usually trans women or like femme queen would do like Ronis or um, Runway. But when I joined the house, they would never cover this. Every single time they do, they would, they would, you know, they would just rehearse their 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 numbers, their jump, their their flipping and voguing numbers. And it right. felt like, you know, like why am I even a part of this house if they're not even like considering, you know, mentoring me or teaching me or helping me? Like it just felt really. Um, it just didn't feel at home if you know what I mean like it just felt like I was excluded I was like excluded because either they didn't have the tools to help me and they just wanted you know somebody like me to be there you know like just to have you there or they just didn't know what to do and I felt that in the the room it just didn't feel good so I left no no that's fair I understand that completely because I was, like, in a ball, like, a house and stuff like that. And, like, I feel like in ballroom culture, they really try to push you in sort of a sort of category. Like, let's say if you're a trans woman, you automatically have to do real nice. You automatically have to, like, try to do runway or, sex like, face. Symbol, sex mm, yeah. And it's, like, why does that have to be a thing? And if you're a trans person, like, a trans male... You automatically have to be butch something or like yeah. you know men realness and stuff like mm-hmm. that, and it's like you have to. Pr- I mean, I I know why ballroom was made and cetera like that. Right? I know, like, you know, um, so like you know people, uh, queer folk feel accepted in society, yada yada, within the community and etc. But it's like in ballroom culture, they really try to push this like you have to be in a certain category for this, um, for in your house or whatever and stuff like that in order to win and so. And it's like me personally, I didn't. I only the only category that I mostly could like actually do was um, face, but like all, most of the people that were doing face will like be questioning because they'll be like, "Well, you know, why?" Because mostly trans women would do face, um, so they'll be mm-hmm. like, "Why are you basically why are you quote unquote here?" Because like you identify as male, right? So why are you here doing face? And I'm just like, I can't do anything else. So what do you expect me to do? I mean, I can. Like, you know, do all the drops, drips, and, you know, all the, that stuff and et cetera. Because, like, voguing, I can do that. But, like, other, I would like to venture out in other categories, that, but it's, like, I don't feel comfortable in doing the other categories. Because mm-hmm. categories are basically, you're forced into, like, this box, to be honest. And it's, like, mm. yeah. yeah. I agree with you. So I think it's some weird box that doesn't... I mean, right. And you, you hit it on the nail on the head. Like, that's literally the, that's literally what it is, though. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, that's literally what the ballroom community is, is categories, boxes, squares. And and if you don't fit into any of them hoes, uh, um, 
you're not really you, you don't really get the niche of it all you know mm-hmm. and you, it's not it's not like their fault and it's not like our fault at the same time it's just like maybe certain spaces are just excluded for certain people and not something to you know that's why we create our own space we make mm-hmm. safe spaces for ourselves and we find marginalized or not necessarily given light to or or um a chance to you know um, yeah and that sort of like ties yeah. into like how there's like i've noticed like there's when you're talking about spaces there's certain spaces that are not even included, which I feel bad for the people of the non-binary community. I'm not non-binary mm-hmm. myself, but people in the non-binary community are often not, they often don't have a space for themselves. Um, because yeah. either you're uh, trans feminine or either you're trans masculine. I've even caught myself being in trans masculine groups and not feeling comfortable because they always have like this sort of like bro, 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 like mentality in the group sometimes in spaces. Mm-hmm. And even in the trans feminine um, spaces, it's like feminine, feminine, like straight, like femininity type of like toxic. Yes, yes, yeah, toxic femininity, and then you have toxic masculinity in trans men spaces and stuff. Where I've also like felt uncomfortable, to be honest. And then, would you call it? And then, like for non-binary folk, there's like no spaces because it's like either you're either on one side of the you're either on the which which is weird because people are like well you know non-binary folk like they choose either one part of the spectrum like they either choose to be like more more masculine or they actually but it's like no non-binary that's not how like, it literally, works. exactly that's it's literally the lack of gender so <laughs> um you're making kind of no sense here so it's like kind of like you know some spaces are meant for you know certain groups of people which is perfectly fine like um, you know, POC groups or like, you know, strictly trans feminine groups, strictly trans masculine groups, which are perfectly fine, you know what I mean? But there should yeah. be more spaces that are very much so inclusive, you know, that it shouldn't only have to be centers, it shouldn't only have to be groups and et cetera, but it should be like certain places and stuff or like spaces where it's like inclusive towards, you know, all people or even like a section for at least non binary people where they can actually feel comfortable in and not prejudge themselves. So yeah, so, and the, also, like, the whole, like, non-binary folk and stuff, which they get so much bad shit for, um, it kind of just, like, ties into, like, how they get so much, like, garbage, like, being automatically called trenders as well. <laughs> like, <sighs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, you basically, like, established the whole point and um taking that i'd like to actually move into our next point of being like um the concept of trans trenders mm-hmm. and um how and that kind of ties in like people like yeah. that, um a lot of non non-binary folk non-binary people they're like doing it just for the sake of like oh it's trending being being transgender trans is trending and all that sort of stuff when the special the snowflake like yeah yeah i like that sort of thing and um it's kind of annoying because it's 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 on the whole like basis of like oh to be a trans woman you have to be this 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 to be a trans man you have to be this 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 and if you're not within those categories then you're just a trender you're you're You're, doing it not valid Right, yeah, you're not valid. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Like personally, I've been called a trender, like 
a few times and like even people told my current boyfriend to him right oh your boyfriend or significant other is not even trans like he's a whole trender um he wears makeup he doesn't even bother to pass and it's like whoa the thing is the person couldn't even say it to me to my face that's how that's how like fearful this person is of me which is weird um but i've been called a trender on multiple occasions um just because I like being androgynous and like makeup and like expressing myself, so like it sucks because that like language could be also harmful to people and also like make people question themselves severely. Um, I've had a point where I thought that I was a trender, <laughs> and I was just like, "Whoa, like am I? Like am I? Like?" But I realized like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm. It's not a phase. It's not a phase, mom. Or it's not, <laughs> and it's not something that I just want to do for shits and giggles. It's like my actual identity, and my expression. So it's like, yeah. So Jade, do you have a? I have a. Yeah. I have a small edition, which is just um, there. Which I guess it was lost in the, in the last episode, but um, there isn't a right way to be trans, right? The the whole concept of trenders doesn't work because it's saying, oh, just because you're you're like you don't care about passing 24 7 means you're not real that's not the point like trans people exist because we're more comfortable as we want to identify that's it it's got nothing else to do with what we're doing with our bodies how we're presenting that's up to us that's all. yeah no no that's very valid in the community yeah so let's uh let's clear yeah. that <laughs> For sure. Um, I know basically like my own experience. Um, I'm pansexual, but I'm also asexual. <laughs> so that's like um, two for the price of one. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I have to, I have to calm down. Yeah, you take your breath. Oh, man. But um, it's something that I see a lot of like just the fact that people don't want to accept that oh you have to like like this or another and it's weird to see that it's weird to see that it's still something that's going on and there are people who won't be with like someone who is with the other gender like I know like there are some gay people who won't be with bi men or there's some lesbians who won't be with bi women which I mean I understand but at the same time it's like why yeah, um, and if you don't mind me jumping in now, because you yeah, go for it. Cool, brilliant. Um, so, so here's this, this this thing is that that's not like you are not the only one. So, so um, there was this lovely study in 2019, literally labeled um, uh, bisexual mental health. Um, if if people who are by uh, have for mental health and like their gay, lesbian, and heterosexual counterparts. Um, and I'll, I'll link this study somewhere. You'll see it. I promise it's real. Um, but um, the, the, what it looks like the, the study found that the majority of, of bi people with like significant mental health issues are because they keep running into um, having partners that are not okay um, with the fact that they're bi because they're, they're worried about, you know, um, them running off with someone or that they, they're like, they're not committed because they can like the other like uh, gender yes. or whatever. And I'm saying the other, saying, saying like there's one. There's not. I'm just I'm using words weird. I promise. Um, <laughs> don't want to be inclusive at this point. Um, 
but yeah, um, like yeah, even um, the, um, the um, like the prevailing, uh, like like image that like by people that, that look like, like they're in het relationships, uh, straight relationships, um, um, are like invisible um, and like they have no problems because they're like like het passing, like like that's directly challenged by this study. Right. Um, but I also feel I've seen that like in the within also like community, not only like with only relationships, but like people erase bi people because they think that um, they're not inclusive of trans people, and then people erase pansexual people because they call I've seen this before. They call them transphobic, and I'm like, what? <laughs> oh wait, what? What? Yeah, they call pan pe- pans people transphobic because of the fact of people think that people say that pe- people pans people only like date trans people because of the fact that they think they're being inclusive and then they say that bi people are sort of on the same like like don't include trans people or like also they are sort of transphobic because of the fact that they won't date trans people it's weird it's a whole weird conversation that i've seen and it's like are you serious right now Mm -hmm. wow 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 is the right word (laughs) wow is the only thing i could say Mm -hmm. uh I don't have a it's good. Such a heavy... hmm? No, I say it's such like a heavy topic. Yeah. Yeah, and then um, that kind of also ties in, I guess, to uh, queer identity. Like, um, I personally, I, I I don't really label my sexuality to be honest, but right. I do label myself as queer because it's like that's my identity to be honest. Um, I guess that's my sexual identity as well. Um, because of the fact of it's very much so inclusive and I like the fact of I don't have to be really in a box and stuff like I just like I'm just me and I like people and I love who I love and at the end of the day I still am queer I'm just me like you know as myself I'm a queer person and I just decide to like who I like and a lot of people have told me like that's not valid because of the fact of it's not an actual sexuality and uh, I'm like well it's mine it's my identity but people dislike the fact that it's one either too inclusive or two because it's not an actual box category or actual sexual identity and i'm like mm. oh, um uh i think jade you have something to add in oh yes hello sorry um <laughs> i have i have three things i'm doing um right okay so just to just to just to quickly quickly pointed out and just because i don't want to do the like ace excluding things while we're in an episode about exclusion haha um so so as a a quick reminder um so so i feel like the the that like ace people are like often excluded from spaces and like there is like a prevailing feeling of like that they don't belong um and like there was this um like in, in 2013, like the creator of the Asexual Awareness Week um, experienced like like significant pushback from like the, the the greater community, being told that like asexuals quote should stop trying to pretend they're special, and that also quote uh, asexuals are trying to co-opt the movement. Again, completely missing the point of the movement in the first place. It, it is meant for people who are, are are prejudiced for their like for for being asexual or or gender minority. That is the point. That is the point. And if you don't think ace don't people think are a sexual are minority, minority, then you are wrong. You are wrong. Right. right. Yeah. 
So I, 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 I agree with that 100%. Because, oh, I mean, I have to gather my thoughts. <laughs> ah, don't worry about it. Take a breath. Think yeah, it. yeah. Um, do you mind if I answer a question while you're... Yeah, you can go for it. Go for it. Answer a question. Cool, thank you. Um, it was a while back, um, but uh, someone someone asked like a while back, uh, quote, why be in a lesbian space, though? And I'm guessing that was towards uh, some of my points about why I was in them in the first place. Um, because by definition, I'm a lesbian. I like women. I am a woman. I should be able to be in those spaces. That's it. That's the only reason. Um, yeah. Yeah. Got your point. Oh, going. No, no, I don't have my point, but I'm going back to like the comments. Um, there was a uh, uh, someone mentioning that um, to quote them. I also feel lesbians also have a hard time being in spaces because lesbians who dress masculine, and they would suddenly get mixed in with trans mask uh, uh, spaces. I see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, like that's completely that's completely fair. Like I know lesbians do have like their their fair share of like like problems within the community. Yeah. Um. Like we're not. We're not. The intention wasn't to ignore, uh, lesbians in general. Promise. Promise. Yeah. Um, no. It's, it's, we're mainly talking from our own personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Good. Ch- I'm pretty sure all of. The broadcasters here are trans. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Yeah. Or, or, or gender not conforming. Yeah. Or gender not conforming. Yes. Yes. So that's why, like, if we do seem like we're focusing more on like trans and gender non-conforming, like sort of like topics and opinions, it's because that's basically who we are. Yeah. It's easier to speak from experience. Yeah, it very much is. Mm-hmm. Um, is there anything else in here that I wanna? Oh, I was talking, I was, I, I was remembering my, like, sort of ace thing. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of people just think that ace people don't exist, which is weird, because, and it feels like people always think, like, um, because, like, I don't feel sexual attraction that I can't make, um, like, I can't be intimate, or, like, there's things that I just can't do, which is not true. It's different for every ace person. Just because an ace person is intimate in a sexual way does not mean that they're not ace. Hmm. I know, oh, man, there's a way that, um, there's something I cannot remember. I, I just remembered there's a way to, like, explain it. Somebody explained it so well. I, I'm very bad at explaining things. <laughs> it's all right. It's... it's okay. It's okay. But like, yeah, just know that there there are ace people who do stuff. Who do, we got to wrap up. Okay. Yeah. All right. Wrap up. Yeah. Wrap up Jane, time. Jane, it's your time. So, Jane, you've written so, your turn. Thank you for joining us. Uh, out of sight. Find it out spite on Twitter, out of spite official. Thank you for this one episode. Have oh wait, real quick, we're also on Spotify now. Just saying, that's all. We are on Spotify. Okay, bye. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>